following episode is brought to you by Mark Stanley, Philip Newman, Shelby Johnson, Jerry Thunes, Andy Dossett, Eric Whitman, Edvarth Arnoff, Natasha Rallerson, Devious Pop-Tart, Rebecca Gauman, Elizabeth Clark, David Scrams, Charles Compton, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katzka, Irene Viarito, and Laura Pickren, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Everon Renewed, an actual play podcast at the Everon Campaign Setting. I'm your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. And I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. <laughs> welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Prisoner exchange. Well, not exchange. Handoff. Yep. But then a lot of confusion, silence, general bummed out vibes. You learned quite a bit about what Sigil's been up to these we past few months. did learn a lot about what Sigil's been up to. Forming a really fun club. It's concerning. Some like-minded individuals. <laughs> He's formed a rebellion. <laughs> meeting with... Yeah. <laughs> it's not concerning what Sigil's been up to. The, the things that are happening that Sigil's investigating <laughs> are disturbing. Um, we had a meeting with Satan. We went to see Satan. Aerith went home, and we went to have a meeting with Satan. Satan uh, offered us a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Say that as many times as possible so that we can appreciate the homophone. I would say Satan was Satan was forthcoming with a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Um. So basically, what he did say was, Jason, you were right. Jason's not what he seems. He's going to get taken care of. Do you want to do it? And yep. we said, "Yeah, probably. Let's look at your. Let's look at what you got." And and then he offered us an opportunity. And I'll, tell me if I'm misrepresenting this. I think I've got it though. Instead of having a typical org chart with one head of each organization that answers to one head that that they each answer one head, we are going to try a committee led branch in the Black Lambs. Yep. And we are being offered the opportunity for the four of us to comprise the entire committee for this trial, this first run. Correct. You know, Where if I we was can really take in this the meeting, jobs like, we want and delegate the jobs we don't. Yep. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say, I would be like, don't you think that maybe you should have a representative from several different organizations on your committee? But I wasn't going to tell him that. Um, it's a trial run. It's 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 an idea to be improved upon. Yeah, you <laughs> pilot what, program. Nobody nobody comes to a consensus quicker or more effectively than the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. And I said I'm going to go back to Savia's, get my bike, and go help Eris organize and clean the new mm-hmm. stuff she's got. 
and in the meantime, asking if I could look over the Jason dossier with uh, with Milo. And yep. And then you told us we had to stop playing. I did. Um, so we are going to, um, while you all are headed um, to Savia's uh, in whatever cab you all came in, um, Eris, so you've been at the cauldron for probably about an hour or so. Um, so what have you been doing in the interim while you wait on Olive to get back? Uh, Eris has uh, uncovered the pile of loot and is she's just trying to organize it. She's just moving things from one place to another and then back to the same place they were in and then <laughs> moving them over here. She's basically pacing. She's just yep. also picking things up every now and again while she paces. Okay. She listening to music while she does it? No, she's just pacing. Okay. Um, so after doing this for the better part of an hour, um, you hear the, uh, the, not the garage door, but the, the main entrance door to the cauldron open and olive enters, um, with, a with a, a to go bag from wherever her and Harbin grabbed lunch. And she's like, I wasn't sure if you ate. So here. I didn't. What is all, um, Eris? Hi. Hi. So I thought I had it worked out kind of flawlessly. And then I did something kind of stupid and it stopped being flawless. Uh, so you remember the... Um, you remember the crazy person who tried to blow us up and steal your arm rig? Yes, I do recall that incident. Right, that was Norson Millhatch. Ah. And and then um Reynard without anyone without really consulting anyone <laughs> got his family to abduct Norse and Milhatch. What kind of resources does Reynard's family have? Loss. Oh. And unpleasant. Oh. Um, so then we had Norse and Milhatch. And okay. we found out that the stuff he was using to blow things up we're all in a secret lab in his house. And I okay. thought, oh no, one day Harbin's going to stumble upon a secret entrance in the house and go downstairs and he's going to find all this terrorist stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, we'll go and we'll clear it all out. And then Harbin doesn't have to find it and doesn't have to know about any of it and also isn't in danger from any of it. And so we did that. But then we still had Harb still had Norson Millhatch and Renard's family was like, Well, you asked for him and so now he's yours. And so the only thing we could think to do was turn him over to the cops. And so we did that and we gave them the armor and the bombs and the source lead. But 
he saw me when we did that because mm. he had a bag over his head, but you know, obviously they needed to see who that he was, who he was and Reynolds family wanted the bag back cause it was magical or something. And so now Norris Mill has been arrested and he knows that I did it and he's going to, they, and somebody will end up calling Harbin and, and he's going to know I got his dad arrested and that his dad was like a psychopath. After, I think I've just sort of yeah. messed it all up. Um, let's go sit down and I'll lead you over to the table and sits the bag of food down in front of you. Um, hopeful, but not expected. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you've messed up? I mean, Harbin seems like a nice guy and he didn't need to know that about his dad. And I don't think it's on you whether or not he finds out that his dad is a maniacal terrorist. That's on his dad, right? Right. But also it was like, it was, there were all sorts of opportunities for you because of Harbin and Milhatch is all sorts of, involved with all sorts of criminal things in the city and now I don't know what what that will mean and who will be angry and who will try to do something about it and he made all this sort of stuff and he copied your arms and he copied the Fletcher and he added this really cool thing to it and it's just and he has this elemental kidnapping box and I just but he's all rich and powerful, so nothing's going to actually end up happening to him, and he's going to be right out on the streets, and he's going to blow up the cauldron or something. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> that's a lot. <laughs> um, one thing I want to address just really quick, and then we can move on, Eris. I don't want to harp on this point, but you mentioned part of the reason you felt bad is because my association with Harbin provided opportunities for me um, and you feeling bad about those opportunities being in jeopardy. Um, I, I could have Jerome's job if I wanted it. My brother, I was offered Jerome's job and I didn't want it. I could, I could be doing a thousand things, Eris, that make me more money with more resources and more, as you would put it, opportunity. I want to be here. I don't need opportunities. I'm right where I want to be. Okay? So you don't need to worry about that. Okay. With regards to the other stuff, um, yeah, I'm sure people are going to be upset that Har or not Harbin, Norson has been arrested, apprehended, turned out to be a terrorist. I'm sure Millhatch Industries will get a lot of flack for that, but... Um, a new steady hand on the wheel uh, in terms of leadership would probably alleviate a lot of those fears. The fact that Norson, as of right now, is no longer leading Millhatch Industries and hasn't since he's been <clears throat> missing. Um, so that should be fine for that piece of it. 
I understand your concern about Harbin. And it's going to be hard for him to take and understand. But think of it this way. If Norson continued what he was doing, blowing up parts of the city, being a terrorist, and he continued to make enemies, more and more powerful enemies, who would seek to retaliate against him, who's to say somebody wouldn't have gone after the Millhatch estate in the middle of the night while Harbin was asleep in his bed? And then Harbin would have been in greater danger. This will be the best thing for Harbin. And he'll know if he were to come upon his father's inventions in a secret lab, if he knows the consequences of using them as evident by his father, or just the lesson that I think all of us have to learn at some point when we go down this rabbit hole of artifice of it, at some point it's too much. At some point you have to stop and think about not whether or not you can do something, but whether or not you should do something. We have a responsibility to be smart. And Milhatch forgot about that responsibility. And I guess also maybe Harbin's going to know that I went to a party with him while his dad was tied up in a basement. What story and did you give the knew that. city watch in terms I, of how you apprehended Milhatch? I have a we know a detective on the city watch because she's arrested Reynard a lot of times. Um, Not surprising. No, I, I kind of like her because of that. And <laughs> um, I told her she probably didn't want to know, and she was cool with that. Okay. Well, you have two choices, I guess, um, outside of just avoiding the problem altogether and hoping that it goes away on its own, which... Um, I would not recommend, but is always a viable option. Um, you could either lie to Harbin or be honest with Harbin. That's really what you've got. You can tell him that, you know, his father attacked you after the party and in the ensuing fight, you apprehended him, caught him, turned him over to the city watch. Nothing you could have done or... You can tell him the truth and tell him that one of your associates facilitated the detainment of his father after his father had committed a terrorist act and almost killed you and your friends. And that while it's regrettable, yeah, um, it all happened on the same night as the gala, as the party, all of that. Or you could just reveal some of the truth. You could leave out the timeline. Of it all. I'll be honest with you, Eris. Harbin's probably going to be mad in the moment. That's unavoidable. But I think that... I think give, give Harbin time. I think he'll understand your position. Harbin likes you. Harbin enjoys your company. Thinks you're smart told me that he offered you a job at Millhatch Industries. Huh. So, 
I wouldn't. I would just be patient with him in whatever way you decide to approach this. Eat your food. Okay. Elemental prison box. <laughs> Is that one of the things that you were talking about? Cause no. Um, yeah. He, he makes a box for like elemental binding, but it just sort of grabs an elemental off the plane and jams them into a shard. And so it's like, it's control which elemental you got. It doesn't, it doesn't, it just grabs one. Hmm. And so like, you could grab it. it, I did. Uh, So like, it could grab an intelligent one and trap them. Mm hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Cut to real quick. Okay. Um, Hob, Milo, Reynard, if you're paying attention on the drive, um, <laughs> what you learn from the dossier flipping through it. Um, uh, J- Jason's real name is uh, Ignacio Dethrani. Uh He is a fairly high-ranking agent within uh, the Therani house, noted assassin and saboteur, um, but also an excellent spy as well. Those are his three scopes of speciality, um, especially given the fact that he has perfected the art of shape-shifting his appearance. Um, notably, the Satan did a lot of legwork on this and had people within the organization asking around Um, notable things that Jason either in Ignacio or Jason form was spotted around notable things. The fire at the armory. uh, He was spotted at the scene of that um, moving away at haste um, when the explosion happened. Um, He was also spotted in the vicinity of the city the night that uh, keg bottoms did burn down. Uh, they didn't like spot him at the scene, right. but you know, asking her, I was like, yeah, I remember seeing that guy around here. Um, that thing that happened like a year ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I, yeah. uh, Hob takes no credence to the Boromar funded thing saying, yeah, Jason might've burned down that bar. <laughs> the armory. I, 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 I'm in, but, um, but there, there have been also some notable, uh, deaths of, uh, you know, people of import, nobody on like the Sharn City Council, but, you know, occasional people that, uh, yeah, the night that this person died, somebody matching this description was in that part of the city. Um, so clearly Jason has been active in the city in in his uh, endeavors. Um, but the there the details get light in terms of his association with Boromar. Like the the whole Jason being Vigo's number two and things like that, mm-hmm. it's clear that it was hard to find out information on the nature of that relationship and what's going on there. Um, but yeah, you get the sense he's a real bad dude. And yeah, I mean the uh, once once Satan had his name Ignacio de Therani, um. 
he was able to also get like a body count of like, you know, his career and how he's become to be a high ranking agent starting in Carnath and kind of leaving a trail of bodies across the continent as he made his way to Sharn. Mm-hmm. So. And are there like specific locations that, you know, he hangs out or is seen at? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you have the name of a few taverns that he's been spotted at regularly. Um, uh, yeah, he has a home on mid Tavix landing. And most of the places that he hangs out at are also in that region of the city. Um, and notably Tavix landing is also where terminus is located, like the rail station in and out of, um, Sharn. So you could extrapolate. He can make a quick getaway out of the city if needed, needed. So, so. But it's um, it's probably the most one of the more diverse because it's where Terminus is. It's one of the most more diverse um, districts in Sharn because it's for travelers. So really easy to get lost in a crowd, um, easy to go unnoticed, that kind of thing. The Bloody Mug is a tavern where he hangs out. It's a Carnathy uh, tavern in the Greystone district. And he's also been seen um, at the Cornerstone, which is more of an arena style that has like bigger events that go on like circuses and acrobatic events and things like that. So um, Hob is going to the Cauldron to meet up with Eris to help go through the stuff. Mm-hmm. Reynard, Milo, what's your plan? Are you going to tag along, or do you want to go do something else? Um, I think Milo will... Yeah, he's kind of concerned a little bit about Eris and how she's dealing, so he'll probably go. He's gonna. He's been carrying that staff with him. He's going to probably tinker with that staff a little bit, see what's up okay. with it. Okay. Reynard? Uh, I guess Reynard will join as well. Okay. So the whole gang. Think of anything else that won't get me in trouble. So uh, you have the sidecar on the speeder, Hob. Um, is is Milo just riding on the back behind you, just holding on? Oh, thank you, taking cab. Okay. Gonna, uh, <laughs> come on, Hob. There's probably room for both of them in the sidecar if they squeeze, but I have taken the windshield off. That was only okay. for that night. It looks dorky. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit behind you, okay. Reynard. It's either that or on top of Hob's shoulders. <laughs> oh, that's, not that. that is a dangerous place to be sitting. <laughs> what a uh, bad idea. Also, a lot of other options. Those are not the <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of low bridges in Sharn. <laughs> I like the, the visual of Milo trying to orchestrate Reynard on the best possible seeing arrangement and Reynard just hailing a cab, a cab as it goes by. Like, no, I'm good. Um, Anyway, you all travel to the cauldron. Um, is uh, Olive uh, kind of has wrapped up her conversation with you, Eris, if there's anything else that you want to discuss or have concerns, but uh, she's consent to, to let you eat and just kind of sit there with you as you do so. Yeah, I, I think... Um... I think Eris is just eating. She's, I mean, 
Olive helped in a sense, but in another sense, Olive told Eris that no, really, you are stuck in that that exact dilemma of what to do about Harbin. That's, <laughs> you have you have accurately described your your predicament, <laughs> um, which is you know there's not anything else to say unless you're lying to Eris. So uh, <laughs> that was the right thing to say. But Eris is just kind of eating and feeling slightly less, but not unmiserable about the Harbin of it all. Okay. Um, as Eris eats after a bit, um, Olive does get up and just walks over to kind of give a cursory glance at the upgraded arms, uh, that are sitting there and just kind of, she has a very, um, contemplative look on her face as she looks at the, the setup. Um, at this point, you all, I, I'm assuming that uh, Hob has not received his garage door opener yet, so um, you need to park outside and <laughs> come in through the door. Yeah. On the way but, in, Milo looks to Hob and says, you know, maybe, maybe we should wait a day before we tell Eris about Satan's offer or bring up Jason, what are your thoughts? Oh, no, I'm telling her about Jason right now. Uh, I, I I was immediately excited to tell her about Jason. Uh, the, the council thing, we want to wait a day, fine. Um, you don't want me to tell her about Jason? You don't want well, the I'm most just saying, maybe, to maybe retribution we just, to know? Well, I'm just saying maybe not today as she's already dealing with, you know, the Hobbin thing. That You know, she's got that on her mind and... Oh, I said it was a urgent. Mission. I'm sure she had a talk with Olive that made her feel completely fine. And um, <laughs> no, look, I just, I Satan, just thought maybe Satan a day. To, tell her tomorrow or something. Satan told us to act. Well, I mean, I don't think he meant like immediately, like right now. I'm sure we have a few days. I can't imagine what else he would have meant. <laughs> I'm going to tell her about Jason when we go inside. All right. Let's have a conversation about people disclosing things we weren't expecting, <laughs> Milo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I do whatever we do. I knock on the door or caca up the out up to the window or however caca, I get into the building. Caca. Definitely cacaing. Huh? Definitely caca. It's a caca. It's a it's a caca situation. You hear? You see all of prick up. You hear that bird? Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> um. Sure, Eris buzzes you in. All right, we get up there. Is Olive still there? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Olive, how are you? Good. Hob, how are you? Pretty good. Eris, they're gonna let us kill Jason. He doesn't really do that. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, Eris, I guess I can see, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Eris yeah. is just having a bite. I hear you all have been productive. I mean, yes. I, I cannot genuinely think of what I've produced, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we've gotten a lot done. <laughs> Fair enough. Did she tell you? Don't ask me if she told me everything, because I don't know what everything would be. 
No, she, uh, ha, no, of course not. No, 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 no. Hob, Hob knows she told that it was the Harbin and Norson of it all. He was gonna, because of course she would have. <laughs> so, um, you know the uh, conflict of interest with it all. Yes, I know. I know about the sticky situation that right. we're all in. Yes. Right. Because we're we're all friends with Harbin now, and <laughs> that. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go check in with her. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna. I brought Milo and Reynard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I we're find here. Milo perfectly fine. Oh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> Milo. I, I was definitely talking about Milo. Yeah. Um. So, Hi, Reynard. Hi, Milo. Hello, Olive. Don't speak to her like that. <laughs> if you're upset at me, take it out on me. You know I can't. I go to... <laughs> I go to Eris. And what is Eris doing? Er, uh, you're eating still? Eris is eating takeout... Um... Stargool kebabs. Oh, awesome. Olive's no- Olive knows what you like. Yeah. Okay. I think Hobbs is going to just... Walk up and grab the seat next to you, and uh, it's gonna be like oh. Milo stands by Hob. <laughs> okay, and just and he says, kind of just kind of looks towards the ground a little bit. You gotta get a better connection. And he says, "Um, hey, Eris, I uh, wanted to let you know. I probably could have been more sensitive." Right after you took the bag off of Norson's head. Um, I apologize if I was short. That, that I was short. Um, and you're normally supposed to stop talking after an apology, but I'm not good at this. So uh, he says, I apologize uh, that I was short. But I am concerned about how you're going to deal with this. Uh, and I thought that that would have been an easy way to handle it um yeah i didn't think about that although on the way home i did think that it occurred to me that we never actually took the thing off of his head until just then and so it was actually slightly possible that they hoodwinked us and gave us the wrong person yes well if if that's what it's gonna take then well, <laughs> we'll go but, with that it was it was no, good that you did that then. it it wasn't and i didn't think about it until right after I did it, and then I realized, oh, I just undid all the careful scheming. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we spent a triumph on that moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I do have a bit of, of, of interesting news. Uh, we, went, we went to see Satan, mm. and um, it went more or less how you'd expect as far as our news to him, you know, he said, way to go, don't worry too much about Solomon, which I think he might be wrong about. But, um, but then he brought this up. Um, Milo pulls out the dossier. Great. Jason is pretty much exactly who Milo thought he was. Jason Mm -hmm. is a a Therani assassin, 
by the name of Ignacio. And he's from the Barcelona region of Carnath. Right. He's, um, no, he just has a lisp. He's Castilian. <laughs> Ignacio is Castilian. And he, um, we have reason to believe he might have been behind the armory fire. And then he looks at Milo, and even though he doesn't believe it, it was in the thing, and Milo's not going to be okay with it. And there were reports that he was around Keg Bottoms the night that it caught fire as well. He is definitely trying to kill Milo, and we have been given the go-ahead to throw him off the highest tower in Shard, if that's how we feel like we want to handle it. What do you say about that? And he hands you the dossier. Milo gives... Or the dossier to look at. Can you imagine what it will do to Vigo when he learns that not only was his best buddy a bad guy, but that we're the ones they got to to end him? What do you say about Vigo? Satan, I mean. Oh, no, he... Okay, frankly, he did talk a little bit about Vigo, but I was going to wait to bring it up to you. Um... What did he say about Vigo, Vigo and Jason? Nothing. What do you expect him to say? He's, you know, I mean, yeah. he knows what? Vigo's dumb and Vigo got tricked, but I don't think Vigo's going to be our boss anymore either. Partially owing to the fact that he's clearly not a particularly good judge of character um, or displayer of it. Uh, <laughs> and... Secondly, Satan has decided that we are going to run the Black Lamps by committee. And when I say we are going to run the Black Lamps by committee, I mean he wants for we to be a committee to run the Black Lamps. As a test, a trial Satan wants Satan wants to give you the promotion you never asked for. Right. Um, what does that mean? I think it means we are going to have a lot more control over what jobs we do and to whom they get delegated, which means we might actually have a moment to consider what team would want to or be good at what job. Will we have to learn about any of the other teams? Yes, we will. But I believe in us. <laughs> There's one thing I know about me. It's I remember every name. <laughs> and personality. It's really weird that as many people as we've met who are part of the Boromarch and we've never met anyone else who's a black lamp. They're we busy. just keep hearing. <laughs> well, because it's like the Highlander. If we see what one about, in the wild, we have to kill it. <laughs> what about jobs we don't want, any, want anyone to take? Um. Right. Here's the thing. It was more of a proposal than a conversation. Uh, that is a great question to ask, though. I'll tell you what, what we all said, because it's only fair that I do. Milo said yes. <laughs> I said that I think it is worth exploring, and therefore I was in for now. Reynard said yes, because I don't think he really knew what he was agreeing to. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then we said, we'll speak to Eris. I am going to change my mind if you say no. So, to be fair, 
Satan got ahead of you on that and said, I understand that you're going to want to talk to Eris yes. first. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not telling Eris that and you can't make me. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to say you can't make me to you a lot, even <laughs> like our personal lives away from the DM thing. Um, I don't think we need to give him an answer tomorrow. In fact, I wasn't even planning on telling you tonight. Um, but I think that does answer some of your question as to what did Satan say about Vigo. He said without saying that he doesn't trust him to be our boss anymore. Which is something. It's something. Yes, and, and the idea of, you know, it, at least having a say over what jobs we take is definitely something good. I'm with you, though, about what if none of the jobs are appealing, but I, you know, I don't I think Satan is going to be like a Vigo either. I mean, somebody's going to have I, to do I, the jobs. I'd at least like to have some say in what but, we do. But no, that's not. I can't that's not imagine. actually true. If somebody, if if Satan decides he wants someone dead, nobody actually has to do that. You don't have to murder people or trading around people who've been turned into statues. I Nobody imagine. has to do that. It doesn't have to be done. It doesn't have to trade people who've been turned into statues. We could stop doing that. Well, okay. Yes, we could become a bakery. That's true, but it's not going to happen. All right. Yes, we could become a 501c3 that is exclusively um, some sort of puppy petting charity, but that's <laughs> not going to be the case. So what we can do is have a lot more agency over what the Black Lamps do. And I imagine that we would have the freedom to say, I don't think this is a job for any of our crews. We need to kick this over to... What's the... The goals are the, the goals. military branch. Yeah. All I can think of was Dask, because that's who they fight. Uh, kick this one over to the goals. Maybe we have an opportunity to say, there's got to be another way to handle this besides rampant, cold-blooded violence. Uh, perhaps we I'm not approach... trying to... I'm not trying... I'm not trying to defend Satan's idea because I think it's good, but we can... We can look at its shortcomings without extrapolating to things. Not even extrapolating. What's what I'm looking for? I I, I think I just short circuited. What was I talking about? <laughs> we we can we can we can judge it on its merit without having to come up with reasons it won't work already. We'll find those when we start. If we start. And you know, we we could have a talk again with Satan and say, look, if, you know, we don't want any jobs that entail assassinating people, then what's he could say that's not how it works, or he could be okay with that. I am not an assassin, nor am I exactly. a trafficker of living things, nor will I delegate those jobs. If that simply means that we don't get to be the council for very long, but it's understood that those jobs don't go to us anymore, even that 
is a minor positive. Yes. I mean, I think we could approach him with our terms and what we would like, and he'll either say yes or no. I'm not so naively optimistic to think that this is an opportunity for us to have greater sway with Satan and really, you know, have his ear. But I also am going to say that this could be an opportunity for us to have greater sway with Satan and, you know, kind of have his ear. Does that, does that make sense, Milo? <laughs> uh, Milo gets me. <laughs> yes. I've been around you enough on to this, know. On this one thing, Milo and I are actually pretty close accord, I think. But again, think about it. We can talk about it more. You can talk about it with Olive or... Well, I guess that's it, huh? Us or Olive. So, um... Don't mean for you to confront that today. Uh, whoops. Do I have to go to meetings? I think it's very possible that if we're the council, we're the meeting and we get together all the time. I think it's just we actually have something that must be discussed when we're eating lunch at the four sales. I mean, if it now, involves one of us will have to. Yes. Then go ahead. This is what I was going to say. One of us is going to have to get the jobs to, to discuss them, but it doesn't have to be. I notice a lot of the time. We are like, oh, the four of us must do this mundane chore. And it's probably not the case. So, like, I could go pick them up one week and then Milo could get them the next week. And, and we could alternate. And you would never have to go to a meeting with Satan if you didn't want to. He said, lying. <laughs> it's like, unless Satan calls a meeting. <laughs> and if I don't want to do it, the three of you can't do it. I, I, that felt... Like the case, but I think that might be renegotiable if it's really something that, say, Milo or Reynard is interested in, and we do swap it out to a representative from several different groups, um, as opposed <laughs> to one group making all the choices. But as it stands right now, right, it's we are a package deal, and importantly, none of us are so sold on it that any of us would be upset if you don't want to do it and we have to tell him no and he said he he said if we don't do it another group will he's gonna try it so that's another thing and, to think and, about is and then that group will be delegated as much as to you us don't what to exactly do. as much as we don't like vigo and don't trust satan he looks over at milo and gives kind of a just just give me, that. <laughs> <laughs> just give me this one for a second i even more don't trust the people who do the jobs bad, weird above? Isn't that also bad judgment? Because I'll be patent, I'll patently be bad at it. Like, well, that's why we're we're a team, and we can talk it. about these things what, together. What? Well, I mean, I don't plan very effectively, and I'm a reluctant criminal at best. Right. I don't see how that automatically leads to you being bad at delegating jobs. Right. I mean, you're saying you're going to try to delegate all of them, but no. that's not true because clearly right. some of them are going to have cool stuff. Right. No. Uh, yeah. Or, or your friends in peril and 
We know each other better than that. Or cool stuff. <laughs> he added the second thing <laughs> to make it seem less like Eris was just about the cool stuff. But <laughs> I, I do uh, want to reiterate. Go, no, no, please go ahead. This means I have to meet other, other black lamp people. You know, it might, it might not. We might get profiles. We might just get, we might get stat sheets. Like, all right, this group, here's Lenny. He's got a 10 in dexterity. He's, he's got a gun. He works with Dave. Dave's an idiot. No one likes Dave. But, but when he sings, no one looks away. <laughs> yes, we will have to we will have to learn about and potentially get to know some of the other disgusting individuals who do the work that we do. Unless we designate a representative of us, maybe? I don't know. Well, who's it going to be? Eris well, doesn't I mean, want to. I'm not sending if, Reynard I mean, myself. All I'm saying is it doesn't have to be Eris. If Eris doesn't yeah. want to take part in that, then she doesn't have to. Uh, absolutely. I could tell people what to do. No, that's not even the job we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about going and getting to know the other groups of oh, black Oh, I could lamps. definitely still do that. You, I'm you, very you, sociable. Yes, will you remember any of it to report back to us? No. <laughs> no. I met this great guy named something, and he was a really, really good... What was it? He, he had was a weapon. blonde. <laughs> uh, no, but, he, but he knew Steve. You know Steve. If I, <laughs> if I say yes, and then I don't pay very much attention to this work, but say yes so that you all can do it because you want to. What will we owe you? <laughs> no. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that would work. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. What What I know is this. Right now, we are being given the opportunity to make our own decisions for the first time since I've been working with the Boromars. What I'm also doing is preserving myself from letting someone else that I don't know make my decisions. And if this whole thing goes pear-shaped and it goes back to a single arbiter of, of, of what it is we all do, at the very least, hopefully, Satan has realized that it needs to be someone who has a brain in their head. Yes, it was and just a, a, a trial basis anyway. I was just, just a little worried because I don't want to do this forever. Oh, no, absolutely not. I don't. I don't want a, I don't want this this to be some sort of career. Sure. No, I don't think I don't think that being that giving this a shot is any sort of signifier that you are now a career criminal. Because all it takes to not be a career criminal is to stop professionally doing crime, <laughs> which which you can do at any point. 
But for now, when that is your chosen vacation and and that of the three of us, perhaps we do what we can to take as much agency over it as possible. Which might uh, lead to the getting out even sooner. Well, I probably burned my other job offer today, so... Did you tell Hob about that? No. Nope. I didn't think so. So I guess so. I don't think he asks, I think he infers it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well we'll let we'll let Satan know about that. Um Can I cheer you up a bit by reminding you that the gloves are off with Jason who tried to kill Milo? I guess so. And embarrassing Vigo in the process. <laughs> Perhaps we just show up while they're hanging out together. No, I can't imagine Satan is going to allow that anymore. <laughs> oh, this could be a, a lot of explosive things. There's a lot of things in this building that could explode. That's right. There's a lot like of a ways lot. we can do this. The only thing I regret is that we can't all get the last shot. <laughs> Actually, that's more, that's, more, that's more Vigo if it ever needs to come to that. But and we're going to call end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head on over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The Geek Pantheon. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Geek Pantheon, where I produce various uh, DMing videos and other tabletop RPG book reviews and the like. And we have another actual play, Kyber Shards, on the channel that is GM'd by Philip and is set in Stormreach using the D&D 5th edition system. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon, where if you want to financially support the shows, you can do so over there. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.